0: Today's epistle lesson comes from the 11th chapter of Hebrews, verses 1 through 3, then verses 8 through 16, and I will be reading this scripture from the New King James Version. And it reads, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good Testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen or things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city Them. The word of the Lord. My friends, I I must start off with a a small disclaimer. I believe it it takes an amazing, amazing amount of faith to press forward or be asked to go to a place where you don't have a clear picture. As I've stated on numerous occasions, I'm a pretty practical person. Although I have faith, I'm, I'm also the type of person who like to envision or at least have, have in mind of where I'm going or at least where I think God is leading me. And I believe this also, my friend, applies to how we trust God and how we believe God will change our life situations for the better especially when we find ourselves in emotional roller coasters filled with ups, downs, twists, and turns. Yet, God in all of God's mercy continuously reminds us of God's promises and our assurance and faith in various ways, including relevant biblical stories and Scripture. We have a tendency and we should value the great traditions of the church. We should trust our experiences and we should lean to reasoning. And for us as Christians, our first point of reference, my friends, is scripture. And it is here in the samanic Scripture of Hebrews where we find the meaning of faith beginning with the first verse. And, and if we go back to that particular passage of Scripture, we will find the writer of the Scripture telling us now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then the writer would go on to give us a faith example by using Abraham and and Sarah. Of course, many of you know the full story going all the way back to Genesis. But here in this Hebrew text, the writer tells us that Abraham was told to leave his kinfolks. And studies lead us to believe that they were living in Ur, which is in Mesopotamia. He was in a place of familiarity, although the land was troubled. He was asked to go to the land of the unknown. And then we find Sarah, an older woman. Theologians argue that she was between the age of 90 and 91, and here she's given the promise that she would bear a child. I guess the old saying uh, comes to mind when you think of these two situations: if you wanna, if you wanna make God laugh, tell God your plan. They both thought that God was crazy because, again, he—they were—he lead, was leading Abraham to a place of unknown. And here we have Sarah, an old woman, who was told she would bear a child. Although these stories, strange but exciting, are are important to important to us. But my friends, I want to challenge us to know that we cannot. Discount our own experiences, which I believe also helps us to have a better understanding of faith. I remember when I was in the Navy, when I was struggling with my own faith story, and I made an appointment to visit the the Navy chaplain at that particular time. And I simply asked him, I said, Chaplain, I, I'm having a hard time grasping faith. Sure, I grew up in a Christian household. Sure, I, I understood faith by what I was told. But I'm having a hard time comparing faith to my existential beliefs of how things should be. And the chaplain told me, he gave me a, a couple of scenarios. He told me, he said, Derek, Do you believe you're breathing? And I said, chaplain, of course, I'm I'm breathing. I'm living right. He said, can you see your breath? And I said, no, I can't see my breath. He said, but you know that you're breathing, right? And then he went on to tell me, he said, Derek, you know that atheists even have faith. And I was like, no, they don't. He said, yes, they have faith because they believe in what they believe. The same thing applies to us because we believe what we believe, even when it doesn't make sense. And he told me that faith is an acrostic where it means forsaking all. I take him. Sometimes you have to put down what you think is practical and, and what you think is real, and sometimes you have to press forward. And it reminds me of what Paul was, was saying in Philippians where he argued, uh, he was telling the people in Philippi in the third chapter, he said that I may not have obtained everything. There may be times when I may be struggling. There may be times when I might not do everything right. But he said that I press towards the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. He, he reminded us that sometimes you have to press forward in your faith. And this re- remind me, reminded me also... Of one of the traditional hymns of, of the old church that sometimes we don't, we don't sing a whole lot. And it's an old hymn that is more Baptist in nature. And it simply, it's entitled, We've Come This For By Faith. And in those words, the writer says that we've come this for by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting In his holy word, he never failed me yet. Oh, I can't turn around. We've come this far by faith. My friends, we have come this far by faith. And I want to encourage you as I encourage myself to press forward. We can look back again on the story of of Abraham and Sarah. Not only was it by faith that Abraham and Sarah became the parents of faith, but it was also by faith. That the universal Christian church as we know her went from a group of people gathering in a home to a massive movement spawned through evangelism and righteous mission work. And here we are many years uh, uh, later still thriving, although we still have problems, although we are still disobedient, we are still the church and we are still by we are still the church by faith. It was by faith that a group of people believed the possibilities of God to establish our central church. And I would argue tooth and nail that we serve as a prime example of prayer, educational, spiritual formation, growth and outreach to name a few. It is by faith that we dare to trust God for better days amid trials, despair and uncertainties. It is by faith that we seek to respond to God's salvation offer. Put our faith in action and live a life that is pleasing to God. Oh, my friends, it is by faith that encourages us to envision a building from God, an eternal house in heaven not built by human hands. And it is by faith that we gather together in love, Fellowship and adoration for God. Although some folks on the outside seem to think that our Christian understanding of faith is simply cray-cray. Understanding faith, my friends, is saying, I forsake all. I take him. Understanding faith, my friends, is following the examples of Jesus as written in the Gospels, and allowing ourselves to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I challenge you as I challenge myself to share our faith through our understanding of Scripture by holding on to our traditions, the big T of the church, such as our hymns and our creeds, Holding on and embracing our personal experiences with God and leaning to sound reasoning. And in closing, my friends, we have come this far by faith, which is our justification for understanding faith and our abilities to work out our faith over doubt and being led to places of unfamiliarity, and here's the good news. We are not alone in our faith journeys. God is with us. Let us pray. Oh God, in your presence, we embrace your hope that arises with each day, pushing back the rubble of our lives. Each new day reminds us of your grace, your mercy, and your love, which was perfectly represented in Jesus of the Gospels and is represented even more in the resurrected power of Christ today. And to the deafening cry of hopelessness, hopelessness, you whisper love, a deep love that catches us, holds us, and reassures us of of our hope in you. And in you, God, we are alive by your spirit. Help us to carry this hope of faith in our minds, hearts and souls. And most importantly, in the way we live our lives, help our unbelief in ways that allow your marvelous light to save us, justify us, renew us and empower us, but also to sanctify us for likewise. Remind us to use our faith for the good of others, including those that are grieving, those that are depressed and lonely, those who are sick and those that are homeless, hungry, marginalized or suffer from other life situations. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you be with our educators, Lord, as they start their new journey on tomorrow. Keep them safe. Empower their minds, encourage them, God, and remind them that they're not alone in this journey. Not only do we stand with them, you stand with them. Finally, Lord, help us to use our faith to shine your light of hope brightly so that all people will see our hope and faith in you. We love you because you first loved us. The name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.